Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome in here. Happy to have you with us on this Wednesday morning here on KMBZ. John, out on vacation, back next week. We're hanging out with you today. Awaiting, um, in fact, I think it's about to start any minute here. The Negro Leagues Baseball Museum is set to make an announcement. Um, we'll just wait and check in on this a little bit later and see what this is about. But they have been putting on Twitter that they were announcing something exciting, commemorating an historic baseball milestone and to launch a majestic celebration, which for that museum could be a lot of things. So uh, they are getting set. They are streaming this live on Twitter. And right now I just see a podium with a bunch of people there. So they're getting ready to start here. Have you been to the museum? I have not. See, I haven't either. Um, And I'm really not proud of myself for that um, because I have been to every other museum in Kansas city. I've done the Truman library. I've done, I have done them all except for that one. And it's, and I, I have no good reason for that. I just have never. And from what people tell me, it's not just a baseball, it's more a history museum. And I totally get into that. Um, you haven't been here as long. You have, no, I haven't. A it's excuse. not a good excuse, but I have one. Yeah. 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 You've, um, at some point, quite frankly, I don't spend enough time in that part of town. There are little gems over that way and a lot of stuff around 18th and Vine that I need to explore more. And so that's on my summer list. Yeah, there was that new brewery bar. I have been there. On. I was going to say, have you been in Vine there? Street? I have been yeah. there. Um, I went right after they opened. Yeah, we. I, th- I feel like we talked to them about that. Yeah, we did. We, we had, had them on. on yeah. um, they've got a really great patio space out there. To me, that's more of a spring-summer place to go check out because they've got an awesome huge patio out there and the beer's really good to the extent that I'm a beer drinker it's good Ooh. so okay. yeah I could see you making a day of it go I could make a day out of anything get out of your little Johnson County my little bubble your little yeah. bubble down there <laughs> I know you don't love driving downtown but drive downtown go to 18th and Vine okay <laughs> if I have to drive downtown, okay. Do you need what? What? Uh, what else needs to be a part of that to make a day out of that? I mean, you could brewery hop all oh, day. I could just yeah, I could just bar hop, and that would be fine with me. Yeah. At your age, yeah, that that makes a day. Just kind of go from Quinn one. Lucas walking into frame now. Okay. To take a seat. Um, we might dip into this here and say they don't. They don't seem to be in any hurry whatsoever to get this going. So no. we see Bob Kendrick on screen. I don't know. This was supposed to start at ten. They're still playing like that elevator yeah. on hold music, waiting for everything to start. And I, now the title card starting shortly is shown back up. Yeah, to the to the people that are telling me the museum is awesome and I need to go check it out. I know, I know, I need to. I I know, it's. 
it is the only thing here that I feel like I have not done. Are you a baseball fan? I'm not not a baseball fan. I'm a history fan. Yeah. And so that's what I think I would get out of that. Yeah. I dork out on. An enthusiast of of, the culture of past people's lives. I like learning stuff. Yeah. It's you don't do this job and not like learning stuff. And I like learning stuff like that. And so, yeah, I need to. um, I will make a day out of it. In fact, feel free on the text line if you want to suggest Negro Leagues Baseball Museum. Vine Street Brewing, what else is included in that day in that part of the world over there? There's um, Elvira's Bakery on Independence Avenue I like a lot. That's the Mexican bakery that's got the wall of pastries, and they're amazing. Um, A good friend of mine does Mexican food for Thanksgiving. In fact, Kara Markser does um, Mexican food on Thanksgiving, and usually when I go to that Thanksgiving for the times that I've been in town – that's what I do is I go, I get the pastries. I go get the churros and I go get all that stuff from over there. So um, I know it, it, people are telling me it can appeal to pretty much anyone. I know it would appeal to me because I, number one, it's local to Kansas City and I love anything that's about that. Um, museum is free during the month of February for Black History Month. No better time to go than now. Okay. Wish I wasn't going to be gone the next two weekends. Otherwise, that would be a... Uh, a good little adventure over there. Do we want to dip into this at all? Uh, who's talking? Who do we Bob have? Bob Kendrick is up right well, now. Bob Kendrick's always good. Let's let's pop up Bob Kendrick here for a sec. Rival league in 1923 called the Eastern Colored League, and their entrant was the Hilldale Club, aka the Hilldale Daisies, out of Derby, Pennsylvania. And as some of you may know. We want more people to know it would be our Kansas City Monarchs who would bring home Kansas City's first major professional sports team championship in 1924 when they captured that first World Series. And uh, I oftentimes joke half-heartedly because there is some truth to this, if you know anything about a nonprofit organization. All right. I think you're right, Colin. I um, love me some Bob Kendrick. Love to hear him talk. Love to hear him tell stories. I think because there are so many things going on in the world at the moment, I think we'll back out of that for a little while and see what the announcement is. If and when they make the announcement. Yes. That would be the time to pull this back up. Yes. We could always play it back later as well. Um, okay. So... Um, We would not be doing our job here today if we did not spend some time at least getting your um, getting your reaction to the latest news out of the Super Bowl rally and the shooting. Um, It happened two minutes early yesterday, much to our shock that Gene Peters Baker did the news conference and we heard it on Dana and Parks yesterday. And I waited until I was fully caffeinated this morning and I read through both probable cause statements for both of the men that are now charged with murder in connection to that shooting. And um, the probable cause statements get, I would encourage you to read them. I mean, if you're interested in more details of what the witnesses said, there's a, it, it goes back and forth quite a bit and can get a little confusing about what witnesses said they saw and what these two men said happened and then what surveillance video showed, and then what they admitted to once they were confronted with that. Um, and I've gone through and kind of um, kind of cleaned it up a little bit, and so we can talk more about what you learned yesterday. Um, and 
what we learn more about one of the suspects in, in that case. So just to be clear again, if you've missed some of this, we have two juveniles that are still in custody and no, we don't know anything about them yet. That's got to go through and be certified that they are adults before those names would be released. And now we have two men, one from Raytown and one from Kansas City that are charged in connection. You have two men who did not know each other. And I'll go through some of the statements that one of these two men made about why he started shooting um, because he fully admitted. And this was the part of it. There's a lot that we can get into here. One of the two guns we know was stolen. Um, We know which gun now killed um, uh, Lisa Lopez Galvin. So, again, we had uh, 23-year-old Lindell Mays of Raytown who was arrested uh, and... Let me get to the other one. The other one is Miller uh, is his last name. And so he was the one that had the Taurus G3 nine millimeter handgun. And that is the one that killed Lisa Galvin. And they know that. So um, you just have this argument that started. You just have and and most of the um, conflict here is focused on Mays, even though it's the other guy that fired the shot that killed Lisa Galvin. Um, But you had literally, it said, a group of guys walks up to Lindell Mays, and um, this was a fight because he said, why are you looking at us? I mean, literally, that's how that went. They started arguing about why they were staring at each other. A group of guys goes up to Mays and says, what are you looking at? Because they didn't know him. There's a lot of back and forth about um, hesitating and, and, and shots being fired. But Mays admitted later he shot first, that he, that he pulled out his gun before they did. And this is from the probable cause statement. He said he hesitated shooting because he knew there were kids there. He said they all might have guns. And I, I assume he meant this group. So he just randomly picked one of the individuals in the group at random and started shooting as the group was running away from him. He shot. He didn't think he hit anything. And he said he he said he started shooting because others said, I'm going to get you. And he took that to mean I'm going to kill you. This is the statement that he gave to police. He said, I just pulled out a gun and started shooting. I was just being stupid. That's how this started. Miller was a part of that group. And and what I want to be clear about is that, again, these two didn't know each other. And in fact, it's not even clear whether they knew they were shooting at each other or whether they even were. We just know that Miller was a part of this group. And at some point, Miller starts shooting and he ends up firing the bullet that kills a 43-year-old mom. It started because one guy was staring at the group of guys funny. And I don't, I don't even, I feel like we need to do some, some decompressing about it a little bit. And this is where I think we just, what did you think when you heard that? 913-586-7798. Again, the gun that fired the fatal shot, that gun had been stolen. So um, let me clarify what I just said. Actually, the gun that was stolen was the one that Mays had, not the one that Miller had. So the gun that Mays had that was firing, that gun had been stolen. The gun that fired the fatal shot, we don't know about that one. It doesn't say that that one was stolen. So we know we have at least one stolen gun here. I hate to make this about conflict resolution, 
I hate to make this about impulse control, but maybe that's what we're talking about. The other thing worth talking about, I'm not interested in getting into a big gun debate, although I've got 25 notifications on Twitter that I assume are a lot about that. What do we need to do to keep guns from being stolen? Um, We've got a story in our stack today about how Michigan has the law about having to lock up your guns. And we've they've just had the first person charged in connection to that law because a toddler got a hold of a gun and shot it and the gun wasn't locked up. And so they have now charged that person for the first time. I feel like we are a long way from having a law like that. But is that what needs to happen? Do we need to do more and put more responsibility on gun owners so that their guns are not stolen? 913-586-7798. We can start this off here uh, with Mike in Topeka. Hey, Mike. Hey, guys. Um, so I, I mentioned this yesterday on the Dana Park show, and I wanted to mention it here, too, because I, I think it is important. As you know, for those who don't, I am a concealed carrier uh, holder, and I like to think of myself as a responsible gun owner. Um, and when it came out that this person drew his firearm in what he would argue was a self-defense situation, um, a couple things instantly popped into my head. You know, the very first thing they teach you in firearm safety is to know your target and what's beyond it. Right. You know, when you fire your firearm, you are responsible for every round that exits that firearm. And in a crowd like that, you can't know for certainty where every round is going to go. And so it's just not a, a situation where I, I could see someone making the argument that they truly believe their life was in danger, especially with those hundreds of police officers within seconds Someone's not going to be able to, you know, really, truly put your life in danger in a, in, a, in a sense that you would need to draw your firearm unless it was even then it would be very iffy for me. An, an actual like mass shooter, you know, trying to kill as many people as they could situation. Yeah. Even then it would be iffy at best that even I would want to draw my firearm. You know, that's part of the reason why I carry pepper spray, because, you know, there are right. situations where a firearm just isn't the tool you want to use. And that's why I I always make it a a big argument to get training. Don't just go to the range once or twice a month and and know how to put, you know, a round on target. Actually get self-defense training classes and, you know, the the active self-protection YouTube channel where they break down self-defense encounters and and teach people the different nuances of when it's okay and when it's not okay and, and train your mind to be able to break down those situations so that when you find yourself in one, you don't make a mistake like this and unfortunately cost someone their life. Yeah, I don't like it's it's a very good point, Mike, and I appreciate making it. I don't like the word um, impulsive associated yeah. with with a gun or trigger happy or quick trigger finger. You know, that's what happened here. And you're right. Um, I, str- I struggle with the self-defense part, but you're right. Yeah. And when he actually admitted I was being stupid to me, that says everything that you didn't have that training and that that mental capability to actually assess a situation and do what's appropriate. You know, I, I feel like if you want to carry a firearm, you know, that is your constitutional right, but you should get the same or more training as a police officer because you have to know when you go into those situations, you're going to be in a mental state that you can actually handle that responsibility. Yeah. The other thing that, um, and I know you've talked about this before, the other part of this that I struggle with is that Mays shot first and they were running away. At the time, yeah, he, you know, yeah. he fired and, at people that were that were trying to escape. And again, that that comes right back to that that um, that training and knowing that when it's okay to fire a shot and when it's not. And when you've got someone running away from you, they're not an active threat to your life or anyone around you. 
so it's inappropriate to take that shot. You know, it just that level of training, I think, is so critical and that we as firearms owners need to hold each other accountable, um, which also ties into my very last point of the firearm that was stolen. I, I would absolutely champion whoever owned that firearm initially should be charged because they failed to keep it secure. And in doing so, it fell into the hands of someone who used it in a crime. And I think they should be held liable for that. Thanks a lot for the call, Mike. We always appreciate you getting in. It's always a, a good foot to start off on here. Uh, 913-586-7798. We need to get to a break. Someone's already upset that I'm suggesting that gun owners be responsible for keeping their guns safe. And I have someone who's comparing this to a woman, like victim blaming uh, for a woman that's attacked. Um, I would encourage you to call and make that point. I do. I think if you are a gun owner, you need to be responsible for keeping that gun safe and locked up and put away or on you or keep it from being stolen just like anything else in your property why um you know other things that are valuable to you you keep locked up again michigan has a law now that says if your gun is not locked up and a kid gets a hold of it and shoots it you are held liable for that why shouldn't we have the same law we have to get to a break we'll get to your calls on this next here on kmbz i was just being stupid that's what one of the two men, two adults uh, that are now charged with uh, second degree murder is what they are charged with now. That's what he said about why he started shooting first in this shooting that happened just after the rally for the Super Bowl parade. Um, again, this was 23 year old Lindell Mays and the other guy is 18 year old Dominic Miller. Miller is the one that fired the shot that killed Lisa Lopez Galvin. He had a Taurus G3 nine millimeter handgun. Lindell Mays admitted he fired first. That was a Glock 9mm. Um, that was found next to him along with spent shell casings. That had been stolen. Uh, the other one we assume wasn't stolen because it's not listed in the probable cause statement. Some of you are having a hard time believing that these people didn't know each other. I think that's that's the struggle here is that that's hard to believe, but that is actually true, that you had a group of guys that walks up to a guy and says, what are you staring at? And that's literally how all of this happened. It, they didn't know each other. They just walked up to somebody they didn't know and said, what are you looking at? And now we have a mom who is dead and almost two dozen people that were injured. 913-586-7798. Let's go to Jay next up at a KCK. Hey, Jay. Hello. Thank you for taking the call. Thanks for calling. Yeah, so um, I've, I've definitely had a lot of thoughts about this. It was a horrible situation. We'll get that out uh, first and foremost. Um, but as I was saying to your screener, you know, I would like to point out uh, as a gun owner myself, and I'm going to play devil's advocate for the gun owners, we had an estimated 800,000 to a million people out there. I have heard reports of maybe four guns being fired. I'm going to say four out of that number. That's a, that's a pretty good amount, pretty good likelihood that there was a lot of gun owners out there that did not pull out their guns, that did not indiscriminately shoot, sorry, and uh, that did not put anyone's lives in danger. That being said, this whole debate about, you know, what are, what are we going to do with the gun laws? Are we going to enact this gun law with uh, in regards to parades where it makes it a felony? Are we going to control parade routes? Let's get real. Logistically, it's never going to happen. Are Why we not? Going hey, to wait a minute. Why not? Are we going to – okay, so let's say we have a parade. We did it at the draft. Off, we're going to cordon off a mile sure. north of Kansas City. We're going to put up a barbed wire fencing, and we're going to make it secure access. Why does that That's seem unrealistic very, to do? Very 
Why? I think that's going to very, very, very much limit the public. And just realistically, how many officers do you think we're going to need for one such event in Kansas City, not including the rest of the state of Missouri? Do we really have those kind of resources for every carnival, every parade, every fair? No, we don't. What we need to do is we need to have more mental health, more conflict. Oh, for the love. I mean, the fact, the fact of the matter is, is that we had somebody that said someone was looking at me, and in their mind, they felt that it was appropriate to put other lives in danger. How is that not a mental deficiency? How is that not a question of how did we get to a point where people have such a lackluster feeling for life in our country? That's the question. I mean, the the, the guns, I, I say the numbers are against laws. I, I don't think that the guns are ever going away. I think Australia tried it. They had nowhere near our numbers. And, you know, they they the Second Amendment. They're right. Uh, you know, as far as the Second Amendment goes, that was written however many hundreds of years ago. I don't have the answer to it, but I can tell you this. I don't think that the military is going to ever come to a citizen's home to take their guns because the military is our citizens. They are our brothers. They are our sisters. They're not coming to your homes to take your guns. Um, gun owners that have spent thousands of hundreds of thousands of dollars, thousands of hours on training, going to the range, making sure that they're proficient, safe, they are not going to give up their rights. No one's freedom. asking you to give up your guns. How did this, why does this always become about whether people are coming for your guns? Well, because why, you know, is we it, why does it always escalate to that? Parades. Why should a gun owner that has never broken a law has to be subject to search and seizure at a parade. When Why he not? Is What's American wrong with citizen. it? Why did he do to deserve it? We're just keeping people safe. What's wrong with just keeping people safe? At what point do we do we uh, trade liberties for freedom? I believe. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm gonna. That. Colin's gonna vouch for me that it's 10:30 and we're two minutes late, and so I'm dropping the call because of the clock, and I want to get a couple things in here before we before we. Get out of control here a little bit. Um, yes, there is a law being proposed. Uh, in fact, we are having this lawmaker on tomorrow. He wasn't available today. That would secure parade routes. We can do it. Um, we had 850 law enforcement officers at that at that rally with 800,000 people. It's rare that we ever have a parade that gets that big. We can get the law enforcement there to do it. We can secure that route. We did it at the NFL draft. If we have to, you do it at Arrowhead Stadium, which is already a secure environment. I don't know why this always becomes about the fear of coming to get your guns. And I take issue with being proud that only, and we don't really know how many people fired their guns. We don't have that information yet. But I take issue with being proud of the idea that, well, only four or five people shot their guns at this event with 800,000 people. Why did why can't it be zero? We are way late. Callers are on hold. 913-586-7798. We'll get to more of your calls next here on KMBZ. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 913-586-7798 is the phone number here to get in. Uh, we were just talking about the latest information about the fatal shooting at the Super Bowl championship rally. We can go back through details. I think most of us know now we have two juveniles in custody and two adults, an 18-year-old and a 23-year-old who were arrested. They were both charged with second-degree murder. One of the two guys, and this is, again, I know Dayton Park said this yesterday, but credits to credit to the ballistics team that very quickly connected the bullet to um, to the woman that was fatally shot. And that's how they figured this out in terms of which gun did which. One of the guns involved here was, in fact, stolen. Uh, Ashley, thanks for hanging on in Kansas City today. Hey, guys. Um, you know, I don't understand. If somebody uses my car and they get into an accident, I'm held responsible for that. Yeah. I know that the person who's driving is also, but I'm also held responsible. I don't understand why we give one weapon, because a vehicle can be a weapon very easily, the status of the owner has to be held responsible, but we don't give a gun that same uh, that same basically weight. That is and, a very good analogy that I've not so, thought about it that way. That's very interesting. Just a question that I had figured I'd throw it out there for everybody. Have a good day, guys. I like it, Ashley. Thanks. Yeah. Um, if you lend someone your car, um, it is. Uh, yeah. It, so it would be both. You tend to be um, your insurance goes with you. When I drive somebody else's car, somebody correct me on that, which is which is true. That you're the owner, car owner's insurance covers that, or does my insurance go with me? Um, I think anybody can, yeah. Somebody somebody clear that up for me. 913-586-7798. And we'll keep going here. Sandra is next up out of Olathe. Hey, Sandra. Hello, Sandra. Hello, Sandra. And she just got in. Okay, give us a call back. Um, it's possible your radio maybe was up. Uh, feel free to give us a call back here. We just heard you at the very end. Carla's next up at Leavenworth. Hey, Carla. Hey, hello. Hi. Yeah, I just wanted to to make a point. Thank you for the program. Uh, the you. discussion that you said about the, uh, the the you, that you're tired of the the feeling of pride that out of a huge crowd, only a few were shot. I, I don't know if that was the point. I think the point of the last caller was that out of that huge crowd, many people probably probably owned guns, but they 
they had they had the the uh, the self feeling to to not bring them to a public event and to shoot. So I, I don't know if it was so much of a pride of you know not more people were shot, but I think he was saying that many other people have guns and they act responsibly with them instead of bringing them to a public space. And then there were many more victims than just the 22 and, and of course, the, the, uh, the sorrowful fatality. There were, there were the victims of public safety and the wondering and looking over your shoulder from now on when you go out into a public place. Yeah, you're absolutely right. In fact, they asked, um, uh, Jean Peters Baker yesterday asked for anyone who tripped and fell, anybody that was injured and trying to run away, that they also contact. I mean, I think part of what they're trying to do is rack up and see how many charges they're going to end up having here. Keep in mind also, we're not done with arrests yet. I mean, she made that very clear that we're not done with charges or arrests yet. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for the call, Carla. Appreciate you getting in. Thank you so much. Thanks. Uh Um, Yeah, I don't, that's how I took it. It's, I I appreciate that it can be taken a different way, but I just, um, I think you should be able to go to a parade with 800,000 or a million people I don't know why you have to bring your gun with you to that. If you are a gun owner or responsible gun owner, I don't know why you have to bring your gun with you to that. I don't know why you feel that need. But I think I should be able to go to that event, not as a gun owner, and expect no shots to be fired and ex- and, and expect no one to be taking their gun out. I, that sh- that's reasonable to expect. We shouldn't have to be looking at this legislation that we're looking at where we have to secure that route and go through metal detectors to be able to be on that route. Because I, I will give you, you can't control everything. It's, you know, you're, you're never going to get rid of all of the risk, but you got to do what you can. And we're at the point now where we don't want to be afraid to go to parades and some of those big gatherings. 913-586-7798. Overland Park, we go next to talk to Chris. Hey, Chris. Hi, how are you? Um, awesome, thanks. Okay, um, I am a gun owner. I did not realize, and I have a concealed and carry, I took additional training. I didn't realize until after I took the additional training how much of a risk I was. Um, And I think that if you have training, like driver's ed to get a driver's license, you should have additional training to carry a gun. It shouldn't just be, I passed the background check. There should be training and recertification. I don't think there's anything wrong with, with carrying a weapon. I carry my firearm for protection. But I also learned that two things, if it is not on me, the gun is secured at all times because I am liable for other people and my actions um, that can affect other people. I'm responsible for that. I don't believe it's a mental health issue from what I hear these gentlemen said. I think they are immature Mm -hmm. and they shouldn't be given the credit of, oh, it's a mental health issue. They did something stupid. He stole a gun and took it to a location that's intense and i don't i and i'm not knocking people that have mental health issues no i think you're doing the opposite as a i shouldn't be given he should not be given that umbrella as a pass yeah it's a fantastic point chris and thanks for making it yeah that's a really um that's a really interesting way to look at it um yeah don't don't take away from people with genuine mental health issues by saying everybody that shoots someone has a mental health issue. It's not, it's, it's not that now I don't like it any better that this was a guy who admitted, yeah, I was just being stupid. That's I, 
I wish it was something that we could treat. I wish it was a cause that we could link to a pattern so that we could try to fix it. But it's not always a mental health issue. 913-586-7798. Dave is next up in Lee Summit. Hey, Dave. Hey, hi, Jamie. Hi. Uh, I was going to get back to you about the car insurance deal. Okay, from please. First, from firsthand experience in Missouri, my wife was driving my son's car, and she had an accident. It all went on his insurance. Say that to me again. Who was driving? My wife was driving my son's okay. car yes. from, from St. Louis. And while they was out of town, they left it here. And she got in an accident. It all went on my son's insurance. Got it. Okay. So that's consistent with what uh, what was said earlier. So, uh-huh. okay, cool. Yeah. I, okay. My brain couldn't get it straight, so thank you for getting it straight yeah. for me. I was saying yeah. it out loud, and yeah. neither one made sense to me. Yeah, we, we argued with my insurance. We'll pay for it. We'll pay the deductible and let it go on ours. Nope, ain't how it works. Yeah, I appreciate it. All right, Dave, thanks so much for getting in uh, and for clearing that up. Yeah, it's. I want to come back to the statement that if you are a gun owner, um, you are liable for other people, right? And so... You don't want it to be stolen because you don't want other people to get hurt. Um, it, it really is just that just that simple. I don't think we are ever going to have a law in Missouri like Michigan has that says if a kid gets a hold of your gun and it wasn't secure, then you are held legally liable for it. I think that's never going to happen here. But I think it should. I, I don't I don't see what's wrong with holding gun owners responsible for keeping their guns safe. Nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. Mike has joined us out of Kearney. Hey, Mike. Hey, guys. Uh, he was talking about the gun owner being responsible for gun getting stolen. We had a restaurant and uh, closed up on Friday night. Come in Saturday morning. Uh, the cash register was gone, which had my pistol in it. Uh, there were two TVs bolted to the wall that was gone. I had a drone in a locked case that was gone so it was secure i i don't see how that's fair to to charge me or blame me for the gun getting stolen it wasn't laying out in the open it was secure locked up in the cash register my parents had a restaurant also um and so i why was it in a cash register and not in a safe uh we didn't have a safe there and i have a safe in my house for my guns but I mean, it's like the size of a briefcase. It can be picked up and carried away. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that happens very often. I'm not saying it never happens, but I think somebody said that earlier, gun safes can be stolen. I just I just think that's incredibly rare for that to happen. And I'm sorry it happened to you, but I think it's pretty rare. We either lost you or I hit a button I shouldn't have. I might have hit a button I shouldn't have. Feel free to get in here. Uh, all right, we'll take a break. I know we have other callers on hold. Hang with us here, and we'll wrap with your calls next on KMBZ. All right, continuing uh, to process the news that came out yesterday that an 18-year-old man out of Kansas City and a 23-year-old guy out of Raytown, both now charged in connection to the death of a 43-year-old woman at last week's Super Bowl rally. Uh, Jean Peters Baker said yesterday she does expect more charges. She does expect more arrests. We've not heard anything yet about that today. We also have not heard anything more about the two juveniles. I know that got confusing a little bit for a while, but until those juveniles, if and when they are certified to be going through adult court, we're just not going to learn that much about them. 913-586-7798. Kevin's been holding on in Lee Summit. Hey, Kevin, how's it going? Hey, hey. hey you know, I 
know what? I really appreciate this discussion this morning, and and it's it's always needed. Uh, so thank you on that. Thank you. Now, I'll say I, I've heard a variety of different things from mental health issues to responsible gun ownership to securing guns, holding uh, gun owners liable, a variety of different subjects. I got a couple of points that I just want to make on this. Please. One, I do not believe it is a mental health issue. It's a cultural issue. We don't teach people how to conflict resolution or how to deal with other people. We just don't teach that anymore. And we don't teach uh, core beliefs of being responsible for what you do. Our actions, we're not responsible for those. So that's one point. The other point is securing weapons, holding a, a gun owner responsible for a weapon that's been stolen. There's a couple different things on that. There is a huge difference between a responsible gun owner securing a weapon and preventing it being stolen. You cannot prevent anything from being stolen, ever, 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 ever. We know that. Things get stolen all the time. Locks are designed to keep honest people honest, okay? If somebody wants to steal something, they're going to steal it, they're going to use it. Now, if an owner properly secures, because I've heard you use that term a couple times relating to the Michigan law, if it's not properly secured, all bets off. Different story. Okay, so I got those couple different points. The other one is is the training and being a responsible gun owner. You know what? I guarantee you none of those guys were properly trained. They're not concealed and carry guys. There is no way in the world because they would understand their consequences for what they've done. They were just people who thought, you know what, I'm going to carry a gun to be cool or something to that effect, and it's cost people their lives. Until we change things culturally, we're going to continue to see these problems. Kevin, let me just throw a couple things in here while I've got you. Um, it feels like surrender or giving up is is how I take that when you say we're never going to be able to prevent something from being stolen. If you want to steal it, you're going to steal it. We can make some effort, though. I mean, I have I have known people who have guns and, and I've dated people who have a lot of guns, but they have a massive gun safe in their basement that would be pretty difficult to move. Impossible. Exactly Hold right. on a second. You're exactly. Hold on a second. Impossible. No, but very, very difficult to steal the safe and steal the guns out of the safe. So you're right. We can't prevent 100% of theft of anything, but we can prevent a lot of it. You're more likely to prevent it from being stolen if it's under lock and key. The other thing I, you're right. I, we need to talk more about conflict resolution. Frankly, we need to talk about it more with men because yet again, we've had, you know, the vast majority of mass shootings are committed by men. And you said, you know, we need to go back to teaching conflict resolution where did I even learn it? Did we ever teach it? And how? I, I think it came from, I think it just, it was one of those, and I'm going to go back to cultural again. It was just one of those things that we taught people how to be a good and decent person. You know, I saw, I saw a, a story, I think it was on uh, Channel 9 TV this morning, that they were talking about, um, um, an organization that actually teaches that to young men. And it was fabulous. If you could look it up, I'm sure they have it on their website. It was a fabulous story. And I said, oh, my God, that's where we need to be putting some of that effort is into programs like that, teaching these young kids how to deal with conflict resolution, 
how to deal with other people, leadership, finding out what it's, what it's like to be a core, solid, good human being. Um, Go ahead. You're not wrong, Kevin. I, um, a couple people on the text line are taking issue with the word cultural. I think cultural is what we say what? sometimes when we mean African-American or black. I'm cultural not, is a better word to say. Oh, um, my God. That's, we have an American culture. It's it's people. It's being American. This is an inherent American problem, an American culture problem. It is, so yeah. People it, that want to conflate that, they are they are blinded by racism, and I don't want to go down that road this morning, and we shouldn't be. It is an American problem. I appreciate not it. Not a black and white. I appreciate it. Uh, Kevin, thanks a lot for the call. You made some really great points that I'm glad we were able to touch on. Um, yeah, it's, it is... The gun problem is a is a guy problem. Women carry guns too. Women shoot guns also. But the vast majority of the gun crime that we have involves men. And it is kids sometimes, but these were adults. I mean, we have juveniles that were charged. But how do you teach conflict resolution to grown adults? And I'm thinking of a lot of the mass shootings that we've had in the last 15, 20 years, uh, particularly since Columbine. Some of those school shootings are committed by teenagers but many, many of the mass shootings that we have are committed by adults. How do you teach adult men? Who is going to teach that? Who is going to teach that to 20 and, and 30 and 40-year-olds? I don't uh, – impulse control. I don't know how we get a handle on that at this point um, in somebody's life. But you're right. This is, this is an American problem. This is it, – it, it is across races, and it is absolutely an American problem. So we'll keep an eye on this today um, and we'll see what ends up happening with court appearances and that kind of thing uh, and what else we happen to hear about this. Totally switch gears coming up. Story out of Michigan to get to. Uh, we've talked before about organ donation. Making sure you tell your family what your wishes are. What if your family wants to override those wishes? We've had a court ruling on this. We'll get to that coming up here on KMBZ. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.